everyone, and welcome to the 53rd episode of Slime Time, the official Dragon Quest Dragon Send podcast. This is one of your hosts, Platy M3. And this is Liam Land. Hey, Platy, a long time no talk. How's it going? How's the wife? Eh, it's not really going too well, to tell you the truth. <laughs> what? <laughs> How so? Well, you know, I'm sure I've told you off air. It's kind of some stuff I've had to put up with her, you know, over the years. Yeah, I thought having kids would change her, but eh, it's not done enough to make it super comfortable. Oh, uh, I don't you know. I don't think you shared that before. Do you, you, you sure we should be talking about this on the record? I mean, we can just hit stop and record a new intro. No, 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 no. I mean, it's OK. Whatever. Let's air this out. I mean, it's probably best to just talk about it right here, right now. Uh. I'm not exactly sure it is. Well, you know, what the hell? Like I said, I mean, so it started a while back with some verbal abuse. But, you know, no, no, that, that really did taper off when the kids were born. You know, she got better. She got better. Um, but right now she's like just this absentee mother. Whoa, that's 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 pretty tough. Where where the heck is she all this time? Fuck if I know. I mean, she's apparently just stoned with all her new friends all the time. I haven't seen her in ages. Ages? Are you talking about your wife being a pothead? Pothead? Uh, no, I mean, she had a pot lid at one point, but I mean, never really put it on her head. I don't know. I'm just, you know, considering just going back and pulling up an old save and picking a different wife. <laughs> What? Wait, a different wife? What, what the hell are you talking about again? This doesn't sound like your wife and your story. Well, it's definitely not your story. I mean, there's only one kid there. Wait, the, don't you have two kids? Yeah, a boy and a girl. I thought Platinum 4 and Platinum 5 were both boys. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get to pick. It just, you know, and I didn't get to name them that either. The game just picked them for me. Game? Uh, Dragon Quest Five. I'm not talking about your story, the movie. I'm talking about the video game, you know, sp specifically the DS version, which I'm playing. Oh, of course. <laughs> Dragon Quest V, the game. Uh, OK, all right. This all makes a lot more sense now. Um, I guess it's fitting that you're playing the game because we have a guest on tonight. That's a longtime Dragon's Den member uh, and wanted to talk about Dragon Quest V. So without any further confusion or ado, here is from the den. You might know him as Democrobot, uh, but if you're into Twitch and YouTube streaming at all, then you know him as Pinky. Hello, hello. About time you're here. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. It's great to finally have you on. Yeah, welcome. Uh, before we get to know what you wanted to talk about tonight, uh, let's get uh, to know you a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, uh, as someone who's been on the den forever, um, <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, in terms of the den, you've been there more than half of its life, I believe. Um, but we'll, we'll go back even farther than that. How did you actually originally get into the Dragon Quest series? Well, the very first time I ever saw it, my older brother was playing Dragon Quest Eight on the PlayStation 2, and I thought it looked kind of interesting, you know? You've got Joel Magus, you know, he's going around killing people, you're chasing him, you meet cool characters, really cool monsters. But the first time I ever actually played a Dragon Quest game was Dragon Quest Five, and I came across that when I was reading the article in an, uh, Nintendo Power magazine, if anyone out there even remembers Nintendo Power anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, of course, Nintendo Power. Uh, so what's your favorite mainline in a uh, spinoff game in the Dragon Quest series? Well, my favorite mainline is 
Obviously, if anyone knows me, it, they'll know I'm going to say Dragon Quest V. But as for the spin-off game, ooh, that's, that's honestly really tough because there's not really any bad ones. If I have yeah, pick, here, here. <laughs> I, I might lean towards maybe, like, Joker 2 or maybe uh, Rocket Slime on the DS. But I also want to give honorable mentions to Heroes 1 and Heroes 2. Cool. Nice. So, what is it that draws you to the series? Like, why do you like Dragon Quest more than um, some other RPG series out there? And here we are. We're assuming that Dragon Quest is your number one up there, but <laughs> <laughs> well, even if it's not, what 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 Let's puts Dragon Quest is. over over uh, most others? <laughs> uh, well, I would say part of it is the art style. When I was really young, like we're talking maybe four and five, I would sometimes stay up really late with my uncle and we would watch Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z. So I kind of grew accustomed to that style and then as I grew up, I developed a sense of humor that I found matched the kind of stuff you would find in a Dragon Quest game. And then, you know, you find your funny accents, your innuendos, all that fun stuff. Um, do, do you have any uh, favorite monsters or characters from the series? Mm, favorite monsters? Well, pretty much anything that has to do with gold, like the goodie bag, the gold golem, your mimics. I really like those or any of the cat monsters like the Great Saber Cub, Great Saber Cat, Jail Cat, Kalina Cat. I, I like cats and <laughs> slimes. Favorite characters? Uh, well, the game, well, the series itself had a lot of really good notable ones, but if you ask me, I'm always going to say that my favorite is Debra and Del and I will fight anyone over that. <laughs> all right so monsters and characters got that what about um mechanics like across the series what are like side entries whatever what are stuff that you just look forward to is it like monster collecting in this game or um in the jokers is it job classes in the games that have it is it the casinos what are some of the favorites that like when you pick up a dragon quest game you're like oh man i can't wait to get to this kind of thing I would say it's how much variety you can have, whether it's through skill trees or through job classes. Whenever I go to replay a game, I always like to mix it up and try something new. So let's say, you know, I play Dragon Quest Eight, and one time I'll use swords on the hero, and then next time I might use boomerangs. You know, mix and match, see what I can do, and, you know, just have a, have a fun time challenging myself that way. Nice. Cool. So how did you originally find the Dragon's Den? Um, do you remember when you signed up for the forums? Uh, let's see. Well, when I first found it, I was actually playing through, I believe it was Joker 2. It was the Japanese version, because at the time they had not yet announced an English release, and I needed help figuring out how to synthesize certain monsters, and Wurnus, at the time, had uploaded a bunch of synthesis uh, trees that I'm pretty sure another member had submitted. So I would, I would go there every, every few days, check and see, you know, am I on the right track? But it wasn't until a while after that I decided, hey, you know, I'm here often enough, why not sign up? <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So I think I've mentioned this on pretty much like half our podcast before or something like that. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I took a break from being on the Dragon's Den for almost two years from uh, like spring break 2009 to like September um, 2011. Uh, but before that, I mean, I'd been there for almost eight, nine years. And uh, this was 2009. It was after the uh, website Slime Nights had shut down. Um, and one of my favorite things about Slime Nights is they had contests and, you know, everything from like here, here's a coloring page, color it in and do whatever. Um, that one's for you, Eel. And uh, <laughs> but they had like dress up ones and, you know, just all, all the some of them like you could write an essay about, you know, why you like this or whatever. And they had all those contests and you got points for entering them and whatever. And I was like, you know, um, I, I want to bring that to the den. So I started that up and gosh, I maybe did 10, 20 of them. And then I was gone in 2009. I just took a couple of years off of gaming, took a couple of years off the den. And I know then like King Zenith picked up the uh, slack right away. They had a contest about what happened to Platy. Um, <laughs> I remember seeing that one and I, I've read through that. Some of the guesses are hilarious. Um, but when I came back, I, I think you were running them by the uh, summer of 2011, weren't you? Yeah, roughly around that time. Right, I might have so, been like very late spring, early summer. So how, how did uh, you end up with that mantle? Well, I'm sure many people are familiar with who King Zenith is. And he just ended up getting very busy between, you know, family and work. And he wanted someone who was active and would be able to run them. And at that time, I had a lot of free time. My, my schedule was fairly consistent. I had a lot of activities. So I was like, hey, you know, if, you, if you're willing, I'll take up the mantle from you. I've been learning a lot about how you run things, what to do, and responses was him saying, you know, I hope that it would be you or someone just as active who would reach out to me. So, yeah, that's how that kind of got going. <laughs> so, um, what are some of the memorable quests that you headed up through the years? Because I want to say maybe a couple of years later, I you added me and then you weren't as active anymore and I took it back over. Maybe a couple of years later, I know I eased back into the den back in 2011, but I mean, you ran a bunch of them. Do you remember any of the ones that you headed up? Well, I mean, there were a lot that I headed up, but I think out of all the ones that I was in charge of, I think the murder mystery one was quite possibly my favorite. And for those who don't know, uh, there was a writer on the den who liked doing short stories, so I collaborated with them, and we came up with this little scenario that it would take place in the kingdom of Gotha or Gotha. I really don't know how to pronounce German, so I guarantee I probably butchered that. <laughs> but the time frame was sometime before Pantras had left to go find his wife. They had discovered that one of the guards had had their skull crashed, like, smashed right into bits. And being a good king, you know, you can't just up and leave when there's distress right in your own kingdom. So we brought back some characters, like, we had uh, Lavia, or Lavia, depending on how you pronounce it. We had, like, Carver, we had Maya. You know, we just brought characters from a whole bunch of games and made this fun little scenario about 
you know, who could it be and why did they do it? And I gotta say, we had a lot of people who loved reading through the story and they were, you know, putting out their guesses, talking with others, you know, hey, what if, you know, this is the reason. And everyone just had a blast with that. <laughs> that you know what? I went back and I looked at a bunch of them and I, I didn't see that. Now I'm going to have to go look that back up. Oh, yeah, that one is old, but if you can find it, oh, man, I recommend looking at it. Because, like, uh, I even had a few people private message me saying, you know, I'm not going to enter. Who Who is the culprit? It was that <laughs> popular. If, if anyone remembers the very old primetime soap opera Dallas, it's like who shot JR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be a kind of interesting to do, like, a uh, like Dragon Quest murder mystery with, like, clue style yeah that would definitely you know, like, be fun and i mean maybe between you know planning one of myself and king zenith we can come up with some grand epic adventure <laughs> i i tell you what i have toyed around for a couple of years like every every couple of months i'm like ah oh, you know I should get on there and make a new quest because now we call the contest quests um mm-hmm. went, went with the whole like side quest theme like oh you know since they're not we, we number them and everything let's call it and it's Dragon Quest. Let's do quest number seven and quest number. Well, I think we're in the 80s or 90s or whatever now, um, especially since we're like in this huge dead area of Dragon Quest. I mean, unless you're a mobile gamer. Sorry. Don't, <laughs> d- don't, don't want to uh, bash any attacked and uh, die fans out there. But, you know, in terms of console gaming, it's been gosh, what we're going to go on three years since uh, basically anything brand new. So, uh uh, and, you know, it, something just distracts me every time. I'm like, ooh, okay, I, I should do that this week. Just, like, go in there, post, um, make a topic in the Discord, and, like, pump it, pump it, pump it there, too. Because, I mean, we, we probably got, what, two dozen really act. I mean, I know there's, like, a couple hundred, but there, there's a couple dozen people that probably post at least once every other day in the Discord, so... Getting getting those yeah, people I mean, onto the den for a little something would just be good too. Yeah, definitely. You could probably get the quests going again. We we had some pretty memorable ones like the uh, um, any of the pumpkin quests. Uh, mm-hmm. The um, uh, was it? The, we, we had a meme contest. Oh yeah, a bunch um, of, like Yo Mama Dragon Quest jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and, was it uh, say it like you meme it or something or yeah something i like started that. trying to make them all alliterative too that, that's probably yeah, where i like, like burned myself be... out i'm like okay <laughs> like it would oh, yeah, be an I actual mean... side quest in a dragon quest game yeah yeah exactly like, like so tried they to... have announced dragon quest 12 we can probably find a way to tie that in beforehand you know design a monster design a new class all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I used to, gosh, I'm thinking back even to, I think it was right around when Dragon Quest Eleven came out, we kind of petered out with it. But I would always have, when a new game was announced, you know, I'd have a prediction one. When do you think it's going to go? And that was easy. You just made a poll. And whenever it got announced or whenever it came out, you just went back and looked at the poll and, oh, well, these people win. And then there was, uh, you know, gave a badge if you bought it and showed proof within like 30 days or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had the light speed ones where, uh, what is it? If you were one of the first 10 people to roll credits on the game, you'd get the light speed badge. Again, going back to like the Dragon Quest Nine ones. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. Every like every game would get would get those three. And man, that got hectic when all the mobile games were coming out like every two months 
there for like a year and a half. It was like, oh my god, I got three games times seven releases times, you know. And I would, I would notoriously never get any of those light speed ones because I'm always kind of trying to do all the side quests and get every like little mini metal and like <laughs> search and scour and talk to everyone. And I'm just taking. I, I, what was the Dragon Quest Nine one for? Like taking your time to save the world. That's what I would get. <laughs> <laughs> and like i remember the light speed one that makes fun of you oh yeah <laughs> if you can post in this topic in five years proving yeah, you just you beat the game you will get this badge <laughs> if you're currently on the forums and you post at all then there you get a badge <laughs> oh man um, i with the light speed ones i remember for all those mobile ones the only one i didn't get was dragon quest one and that pissed me off to no end because i remember like taking a day off from like putting an hour or so in and i want to say it was like eight hours after the last person posted i rolled credits i was like no uh, had i just played two nights ago i would have been there today and then there was uh, the Dragon Quest Eight one, which I think me and King Zenith, because I think that that was the first one that came out of mobile, right? Eight, yeah, I think it might yeah. have been, yeah, yeah. And we, uh, that was I think the first one we might have even done a light speed one on. And I said it as like, oh, you know, the first five people to post that they finished will get it. And it was like one other person. And then me a month later. And then I think like King Zenith finished it like eight months later. And that was it. Like three of us, three people ever claimed uh, that yeah. one. I'm looking at the ones that I uh, that I have here. Uh, oh, it yeah. looks like I, I got a lot of the iOS ones because the mobile oh, just ones. just buying because, them. Yeah. Yeah. All you have to do is like send a screenshot. So minimal yep. effort. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, we always got the most participant from uh, most participation. Oh, uh, yeah. We had, a, from... we had a couple of pre-order ones too. pre-ordered heroes. And oh, shoppers. that's right. Yeah, so that was another one, too. Like, pre-order it. Then you got, like, it, it was, like, A and B. If you pre-ordered it, you got a badge. If you then showed you bought it, you got a badge. You know, rolling credits within, like, whatever amount of days, depending on the game, got you a badge. Oh, this so, is a cool one. So there's a Dragon Quest Monster Superlight. And if you show proof that you, which which uh, oh, monster rank I remember you got, that. You get, a, you get a custom badge for that monster. So I got, like, um... I think this is an Uber killing machine number 269 S rank. You were um, there was a whole there was a whole point system with that one where, you know, it wasn't just like how high you got. It was like if you got to world 13 two, you got a couple points. And if you had an egg, you got a couple points. And if you did this, you got a couple points. And mm -hmm. yeah, if you got like 10 points, you'd get the S rank badge and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I forgot about this one. So there's a, a Dragon Quest Builders building a fan base all over the place. Um, <laughs> do you remember that one? Yes, so, I took a picture of a cube. I threw it into the lumber pile in Home Depot. I uh, I would go into uh, into various video game stores and just leave. So there were these paper cubes that you fold up, and it's got like the Dragon's Den logo on it, and, and then on one side and Dragon Quest Builders on the other. And... Uh, and I would just leave them like I'd go to a GameStop uh, or I would go to like a Best Buy and just leave them in the video game display like the store did it. <laughs> like it was or like I think one of them was like a it was like a, a legitimate um, Minecraft display. And I just stuck, <laughs> stuck the Dragon Quest Builders block in the Minecraft display so someone would find it like walking by. Those are fun. Yeah, those, like, that was back in the day when they were doing those like promotions and everything for like uh is it M M menchies menchies oh yeah the yeah. uh the uh froyo place yeah the frozen yogurt <laughs>
and the and the uh, what is it, Langer's orange juice? <laughs> oh yeah, never heard of that. I mean, I, I heard of the contest, but I think Wudis got one, didn't he? Like uh, he wrote I, to them or something, or was that yeah, you that wrote to them and got I one? Couldn't, but we I couldn't never find them at all. I wrote to the them. I, I like I tweeted them, but I couldn't find them anywhere. I feel like it was like maybe a Midwest type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'd never heard of them. And like oddly enough, Menchie's was like five minutes away from my house that had it. I was like, wow. Like, yeah, I don't know if Menchie's, all the Menchie's did it or at least Men- Menchie's for me was like at a, in the sketchy area of the South Bronx. And I had my dad <laughs> drive me there. And uh, when I was I, I was going to visit home or whatever. And he said so he picked me up from uh, uh, from Westchester and he drove me to uh, to this shady area. And uh, and just just for this frozen yogurt. And I got a bunch of uh, um, cups and photos and stuff. So it was it was cool. I I just like the fact that they did that, even if it was like uh, what a what a random ass thing to just pull. Yeah, it was really random. Yeah, Final Fantasy gets like uh, what's her face in uh, in Brave Exvius. Uh, what's uh, her? I don't know. She's like the pop star, and you should get her as a playable character. Oh, jeez. You know what I'm talking Is that about? Ariana Grande or yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like officially in the Final Fantasy canon, and we get orange juice and froyo. froyo. <laughs> So take that, Final Fantasy. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, man. The other night I was at a uh, Sonic, and I, I got a orange Sonic. Uh, what is it? The Sonic Blast? It's not the Sonic Blast, but it's the they put orange soda together with their uh, frozen ice cream, and oh yeah, cream slush. That's it. I have the orange cream slush. So. <laughs> orange, orange juice, and vanilla froyo. Basically, that's uh, where it would go. <laughs> Sonic never did a, a, a like a promotion with Sonic the Hedgehog or anything like that. That's yeah, that would that pretty, would be pretty right on the nose, and, but why not? <laughs> uh, so uh, I was going to say one last thing, uh, Pinky. What's you, do you have any other memorable times at the den or uh, quest related <laughs> that you want to mention? Well, I would like to mention the the notable quotables actually. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Those, everyone seems to really like those ones, mm-hmm. and then eventually they got put up, so there'd be a daily quote. Mm-hmm. I don't believe we have that anymore after yeah. the forum has undergo some changes, but oh, there was okay. like a whole selection of them, and they would cycle out each day, and yeah. oh man, seeing how some of them would pop up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there were some yeah. really great puns in there. Um, oh yeah, I think I submitted a couple from Dragon Quest Nine. And uh, see, that was another one I'd run with every content. <laughs> another one I would start doing with everyone. It was like, yeah, you had the pre-order, the I actually bought it, the notable quotable, the light speed. You uh-huh. know, every every game release would like spawn four or five automatically for years. Yeah, man, what oh, happened yeah. to that? Did, it was one of the forum upgrades. Like it didn't support it anymore. We have to ask Ludus about that. One of the Envision. Yeah, because that was a really fun thing board. to have, like, every time. And I just completely forgot that it's not there anymore. But, like, you go to the forums, and every time you load up the forum, like, very at the very top, it was just, like, notable quotables and just mm-hmm. a random Dragon Quest quote. It's fantastic. Yep. That's why people left the forums and started going to Discord. <laughs> no I, mean, I, I don't disagree. Just, well, how the forum kind of got shaped over the years and what could and couldn't be done, this uh, part just kind of started feeling easier to use. Yeah. No, I get it. Well, like Discord, we we talk we talk actually quite a bit about this on Discord, but uh, um, I mean it, it's it's instantaneous. So I get that kind of like in real time conversation, but I still like the concept of the forums for you know for historical purposes. Mm-hmm. It's easier to like look up things by subtopic uh, 
than to search for specific search terms in like a giant and like a massive uh, uh, Discord history. My theory is it's all gone to mobile phones. You know, the fact that Discord's an app, you can just open an app and be right there anytime. Um, I know I've been with uh, what is it, Tap a Talk app for almost ten years now. Um, but most people don't use an app to get on the den, you know, more when people had to sit down and actually be on a computer on the internet and go there. I blame mobile game. I blame, I blame mobile phones. I think we're just old. (laughs) In my day, we used to go to the forums. Yep. We would have to load up a browser. There was no button for a browser. You had to hit like five buttons. Double click. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you one better. Axle cable to plug in our NES. I had to use dial-up internet. Oh, I, you know, I was just about to say oh, that. I was like, yeah, yeah, we had to have yeah, the yeah. dial-up, you know? Yeah. We, and we, funny we thing is, before internet. that's not even a joke. I, when I joined the den, I was using dial-up internet. Yeah. I believe I was. I, I can actually remember the, the room I was in at my ex-wife's apartment in St. Pete. <laughs> That like I she had she was doing medical rotations so for like half of a year we couldn't even live together in the same town because she had to move city to city doing these medical rotations um, every month and like I was visiting her one weekend and I just finished up Dragon Quest six and I was like man like now what? what what do I play now and like I went on the den I was like okay because I didn't hang out anywhere game related on the internet back then in like two thousand one two. Or whatever, and oh man, should like, come to the Enix forums. Yeah, I, I didn't even know about those, so I was like, <laughs> hey, you know, just finish. And and I've gone back in the den, and I've tried to find this topic, and I can't. Um, but yeah, my first, I made a topic, and it was like, what should I play next? Like, what do you play after Dragon Quest Six? What other series? What other games will give me this feeling? Like I, at that time, all I played is Dragon Quest one through six, and. Final Fantasy 1 and 6, probably. Not even 4. So, but I remember that was my first time, first post. And uh, when I disappeared for two years, somewhere in there, there was a forum upgrade and my account got deleted. So I remember when I came back, Woodis would message me a bunch and he's like, listen, man, I can make you a new account, give you the name. He goes, I don't know how your old thing got deleted, but if you look... Um, if you ever see old topics on the den, you'll see something like guest underscore platinum three. That was my old account, but you can't like search any of those. It, it's like grayed out. All my responses are there, but it's just it's like uh, so. when when we were doing that um, trivia contest and Woodus got booted <laughs> off and then yep. became Woodus Woodus two. <laughs> and, and I and I, you know what? It, fair play. I had to go back and give him the points that he'd earned before. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was yep. that was actually revenge booting. Yeah, I, I remember somebody called me out on this, too. Like when I came back to the den, um, like a few weeks into being there, someone's like, who's this Platinum three? And why does he have like 12,000 posts? I don't remember ever seeing him here. Oh, so he was able to give you your post count back. He gave me my post count back. Yeah, he was able to like, oh. you know, put plus, put plus 11,000. And it was a roundabout oh, cool. number. And I, I think I'd like I was like, oh, yeah, I think I'd made like a post like, hey, I'm over 10,000 at this point. And so he just like added yeah. that on to whatever I did. Yeah, that's another thing. Like a post count is like kind of a big deal with the forums. It's like how much how, how what's your history here on the in the den? How long have you been here? And you get like mm-hmm. the ranking and everything. Um, 
I, I I'd be curious to see what post count would be like for something like Discord if that's a stat. Borean can access that. Oh, can he really? <laughs> yes, he can. He he mentioned that one time. We it, we were in a chat and he's like, oh, you know, I've I've seen you posted like 378 times just in the past month oh, or something like cool. that. So yeah. yeah, as admin, he's got access to that. Uh, no, I remember it. for years on the den, like when am I gonna pass Slime Master? When am I gonna pass Slime Master? That was like my goal. Uh, I must have more posts than Slime Master. I don't even know how many posts I have now, but yeah, it would it be was, interesting uh, to see. We could do it was like a big the, day uh, when I passed Woodus. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> and see, I think his post count is like way inflated by like all the news that you saw auto generate. Oh, okay. Because for a while yeah. he had like anything he posted on Twitter would automatically make a post on the den or something like that. Uh-huh. Either that or he was way more active in the early days of the den because you know he'll he'll post there every now in a while. But yeah, even for like the past ten years, fifteen years, he's not. He's not on there all the time. I, I know he reads it all, but yeah, and he's an older man than you and I. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Wootus! Yeah, yeah. Um, Demarco, yeah, you old man. You've got three three times the amount of posts that I do. <laughs> um, all right. So and so so and now you also do some streaming, right? Can you tell us uh, uh, what and where and when you screen when you stream? Yeah, of course. So. I stream on Twitch under the Tour of Pinky. I'm currently streaming five days a week. I'm, I don't usually stream Sundays or Wednesdays. I like to break it up just so I don't get burnt out. Mm-hmm. And uh, as for what I stream, I stream a variety of things, but the main ones would be playing Mario, Shantae, Handsome Impact, Pokemon, Dragon Quest, and then every now and then, and I come across something that I think just looks interesting and fun. I'll throw that in, play it for a bit, see how I like it. If I don't like it, I stop playing. If I do like it, then you'll see me obsess over it for like a month, playing almost nonstop until I get 100%. And then you'll find me on the floor, like, writhing all burnt out, like, need <laughs> something else, need more. <laughs> Like binging at the uh, Chinese buffet and be like, no man, no more wontons, no more wontons. Not eating but a freaking wonton one more forever. Time. <laughs> oh, you can never have enough wontons. All right, so uh, so let's uh, let's talk some Dragon <laughs> Quest Five. Um, yeah. So do you, do you, yeah, I think you mentioned DS before, but do you do you have a favorite version of DQ Five, the Super Famicom, PS Two, DS, mobile, VR at the mall? Well, I mean. I really like the DS version for a few reasons. The, the two biggest reasons are that I can play it on a DS, which is more er- ergonomical for my hands than playing on a phone. Mm-hmm. And then the other reason is, well, Deborah. <laughs> that can be no surprise to anyone at all. Yeah. I do want to say, though, that the PS2 version has really nice-looking graphics. Mm. I wish that, yeah. like... We can have the PS2 version with all the DS like added stuff. That would be like such an amazing combination. Yeah, but I'm I'm fairly certain. Sorry, sorry, God. Oh, I'm just saying. Like, sadly, that's not how it turned out. Well, not yet. Anyway, I mean, like, like look at how many times three has been uh, released and released, and now the upcoming uh, 2D HD remake. Uh, I'm pretty sure that at some point five, which is such a, a massive fan favorite, is going to re- be remade with more modern graphics. Uh, not necessarily 2D HD, but maybe who knows something closer like a 
TQ11 um, yeah. or 12, you know. Um, and uh, and at that point, I would say that they would probably add all of the bells and whistles that they had from a lot of the remakes and probably even add some more stuff. Well, I mean, right. Quest 5 Definitive Edition. Yep. I mean, at this point, like, since they've added Endeavor, she's been thrown into a lot more of the content. So since her initial appearance in the DS version, like, she appears in Dragon Quest Nine. she was in Dragon Quest Stars, Dragon Quest Cat, Dragon Quest, uh, one of the arcade games, like the ones with the cards. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, oh, the rivals. Monster. Uh, no, oh. not just Rivals, but Battle the actual that, arcade the, ones. The Battle Scanner ones? Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I believe I own her card. Nice. Cool. You think they'll add another bride? Yeah, maybe Mr. Briscoletti. Senor Briscoletti. Was, yeah. Yeah. We, we <laughs> what we need is some gay marriage. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, uh, that would be interesting. But also, uh, yeah, like if you wanted to marry Henry, uh, <laughs> I think I, I think it would be it would be also interesting to play it from the perspective of Bianca or, uh, you know, so um, although that would cut out a huge part of the game. <laughs> So, <laughs> they could kind of make it work, similar to yeah. how in the definitive version of Eleven, and this will go into spoiler territory, so mm-hmm. for those listening, if you don't want to hear about Eleven spoilers, plug your ears and go play Hungry Hungry Hippos or something. Well, uh, we, got, we got that for the kids this Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, so, so cheap ass made now these days. All right, I, I, After I like the World Trade Falls and you know, everyone is scattered, how you get to play like those little sub stories. They could do something like that. Yeah. Like they would have to they would have to add content to replace the content that's lost when the bride is like a stone statue for friggin' ever. <laughs> yeah. and then you get her back when you're stoned wife hanging out with some other new people. Yeah. When when you're when you're characters are all and your monsters and your party is all jacked up and levels and then you get get the bride back and she's like you know level 15 <laughs> or something like that <laughs> um but yeah you'd have to there, there's a lot i was i was gonna say uh hey platy i haven't played that version yet so no hungry hungry hippo spoilers uh, <laughs> <laughs> well too late for that yeah um the wins. so so you said you said you would consider deborah then your favorite bride Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so what do you like about Deborah? Well, I mean, obviously, she has a nice appearance. I'm not going to deny that at all. <laughs> Let's go for the low-hanging fruit first. That's fine. <laughs> it, ha- it has to be said. Deborah's the hottest one. I agree. But now to go a little less superficial, I find that she has the most development of all three brides. Not to say that the others have none, but with Bianca... They really play into the whole childhood friend trope, you know. Remember mm. that time we went ghost hunting? <laughs> it's like Penny the only line, line I could probably, like, quote of Eddie the, the whole game. <laughs> and then, like, with Nero, you know, you have the kind of the shy, rich girl, and she yep. slowly gets a little more assertive and comes out of her shell, which is nice. But with Deborah, she was almost, she knows. Not quite a 180, more like a 169. Uh, yeah, she'd be the one to 69. <laughs> whoa, 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 sorry. What? Oh, <laughs> That's why we have that explicit on every episode. Yep. In case those uh, those slip out. <laughs> yeah, so she starts oh, off... I'm the... my tongue on that one, too. 
Slip out. <laughs> Slip out. Okay. Right. Also, with the whole development thing, she's the most developed. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, just get mute now. Just like as a little sample, you know, we all know she starts off being really, you know, harsh and treating you pretty poorly. But mm-hmm. you know, by the time you're getting to the final boss, you know, she understands all the pain and suffering you've gone through. She turns into a loving mother who, while she is stern, she does it out of the love for her kids. She doesn't, she even says, you know, she doesn't want them to grow up being spoiled the way she was because she knows that negatively affected her. So she does her absolute best as a wife and as a mom to, you know, do better than her parents and how she was raised. Yeah, that's an interesting development. I hadn't really thought of that. Um, yeah, you have like, initial... really felt like in the party chat to actually catch it, but yeah, there is a lot of development there. Yeah, and she starts off like super bossy, kind of like in your face, which kind of what turned me off from the character from the start. Yeah, um, she begins. But, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, she's Mary Bell. That's right. She's that <laughs> one thing I do want to mention is when you pick the other two brides. You know, like if you pick Bianca, you have your cute little wedding in the church. You pick Nara, you have it on the ship. And if you pick Deborah, it's similar to Nara's set. Like there's all these big flashy fireworks, and there's a few other small things with her, like always making you sleep on the floor. Yep. Uh. And at the very end, like when you're, you know, back in the kingdom, you're having your little dance and all that. She's actually the one leading the dance, and she'll twirl the hero around instead of <laughs> the hero twirling the bride around. That's funny. Yeah, yeah just they, they, to show that she's the dominant one. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm playing the uh, the Super Famicom version right now um, with my son, and there's a couple of things that i just forgotten, you know, because I let him pick the bride and he picked Flora or Nira. And, um, <laughs> and if you do that, like, I think we were uh exploring one of the dungeons and then a soldier just comes up to us and he's like hey i got this for you and he leaves you a chest and it's like a gift from from uh senior briscoletti or or, Mm -hmm. uh, mr ludman as he's called in the in the famicom version and and so he's giving you stuff that you normally i don't think you would get that if you picked bianca no you don't i i played through all three brides and if you pick one of the two sisters Mm -hmm. then yeah, a few bonus things. Yeah, so that's that's kind of cool that they would that they differentiate it like that. So, do you get anything different by picking Deborah? Uh, no, you get all the same rewards, I believe. Mm, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that back off mute from biting my tongue or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the first time I played through, I definitely uh, went with uh, the you know the childhood friend Bianca. It was. You know, had to do that. There, there, there was too obvious in my face, and I, I went with that. But no, I think uh, both on the DS and on the mobile version, um, which is basically just the DS version, I, I picked Deborah both times. It's worth it for the the laughs. Um, yeah, it, it, it's funny, and you know, checking in with the party chat, I did notice what uh, you talked about, Pinky. That you know, she mellows out. It's not all it just you know degrading stuff. Sleep on the floor the whole time. It it definitely mellows out at some point. Probably when you knock her up and uh, you know, climb over <laughs> a mountain or two, um, you know, changes some things. <laughs> 
And, right, you so. know, we, we talked about the Dan a bunch today and uh, earlier when we were talking about the Dan. And, you know, this is a perfect time that I, I don't even think I mentioned. I might have mentioned this one other time we talked Dragon Quest V. But this picking the bride mechanic uh, was something that inspired me ages ago, probably, you know, late 20, you know, 20 something, like 2007, 8, 9, something like that. I used to have a dippy little website called the uh, Dragon's Den Save State Shrine. And it, it all started with a save state that I made on the uh, Super Nintendo version. Do you uh, called it Dragon's Famicom. Den? No, it was like the Dragon Quest Safe State Shrine. Oh, okay. And I would, you know, I'd solicit people through the den and we just had save states of, you know, we had a lot of end game save states. If someone just wanted to pick it up, pick up Dragon Quest six and, uh, you know, go beat the optional boss with everybody level 99 and whatever. Um, if you've been going through and you picked a pride, forgot to make a save point, you know, hey, I had that for you. Um, and gosh, I mean, it is like lost to history. Um, I bet if I search the den, I might be able to like, find a link to it, but I, I'm pretty sure I did that years ago and whatever. But I, I had Dragon Quest Monster save states from the Game Boy Colors and everything. Um, pretty much any NES, Super Nintendo, um, Game Boy, Game Boy Color games that you could have save states from. We had all those hosted there. It was a, it was a tiny little site that I'd always mention on the den, but it's all because of the bride. That's what it was. So, uh, you know, brides aren't the only people you got to pick in this game, though. Um, you also got to pick monsters as your recruitable party members, which uh, I think, Liam, you've pointed out in the past that was an absolute shit show in the uh, original version of the game because you could only have three people in battle and, like, what the F? Like, you got a bride, then you get two kids, and, like, why, why would you have a monster hanging out in battle? So... Definitely the remakes made this uh, more worthwhile. But what, what are everybody's uh, some of the favorite monsters that you love to recruit in this game? Start with you, Pinky. Well, there's a few that I just I find they're staples to have because they're just that good. Like the Golem, the King Hero Slime, you know. Mm-hmm. Those two yeah. alone can basically solo, well, not solo, duo the whole game. Because they're yeah. just that broken. Mm-hmm. But then there's a few favorites that I don't mind getting. Like I like the goodie bag because I just think it's kind of cool looking or I you know, I'll use the pin slime because I enjoy slime. Then there's a like there's I believe it's called the cross eye. It's the fuzzy brown guy. I just mm-hmm. like him because he's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah the uh the, I, I think it, you kind of hit it right on the head when you started up saying go, the the golem and the uh, king cure slime. Those are those are two that I always try to um, try to recruit by the end of the game. Anyway, I think some of them come up uh, towards the end. Um, one of the frustrating things that we kind of run into, like I know, Patty, uh, you said the the fact that the original was limited to only three party members. Um, mm-hmm. But also, whenever if you have a if you have your monster party going, and then you go into any town, it throws only human characters back in into your party and rearranges it, and then you have to kind of constantly every time you leave a town, put your party back together. That's kind of annoying. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember if they fixed that in the remakes or anything. But like I I, uh, I had my party member like the golem, and I had um, uh, Barongo or Percy the the um, saber cub mm-hmm. or the uh, the. Uh, grown saber cup the saber cat rather and uh i and and then whenever i go into any town it just changes it to the two kids um and that's that's kind of a pain in the butt but uh but yeah so in terms of the recruiting i do like the the saber 
cub story arc um where you can rescue him and then uh you get separated um when like all of the drama happens uh um in the beginning of like the first act and then you find him later which is awesome uh with the ribbon you can recruit him again or kill him i guess you have that option too <laughs> but uh, uh I, I don't think he's actually killable oh is that true well, I never, when I know, was I, doing my very first play, uh, so this was, you know, over 10 years ago, Yeah, like, I didn't realize I needed to use the ribbon, so I just kept attacking over and over and over and over for, oh, probably a half hour, wondering why <laughs> the entire thing would just not die. Then I gave oh, up, and right. I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to turn it off, not, not talk it for, like, the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. I must be misremembering it then. I thought you were able to kind of accidentally kill him without knowing it was him, and and then uh, and then he doesn't join. Huh? Okay. I mean, um, if he is killable, they make him nearly impossible to kill. Yeah, and then you can actually go back to that town. Uh, I think it's called Wheelbrook in the in the original, and find the two kids that were torturing the 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 saber cub, but now they're adults. And one of them's a soldier in the town, and the other one's just like a random townsperson or something. And I think they they're kind of super apologetic. So so these uh, these guys grew up to be like guys who still remember torturing a small animal as a child, and now they're Lovely. somber about it as adults, <laughs> just waiting wow. for someone to come up to them so that they can say, "I'm sorry, I tortured that small small cub." <laughs> You know, better that than, uh, oh, hey, there it is. Let's let's do this again. <laughs> Somehow, I, I don't think trying a second time would go quite so well. Exactly. Yeah. Bianca's like, go get him, Percy. <laughs> <laughs> like in Heroes. Come yeah, him, that's, that's what was, yeah, that was... <laughs> um, so, Liam, right, so uh, before we move I, on, like, oh, I was going to say, Liam, do you want to talk about, are there any other recruitable monsters you really enjoy? Um... Not that I can think of. Those are the ones that I mean. Early on, uh, the the dragon kid is pretty good, and the um, I like the the hammerhood. Mm-hmm. Um, but after a while, uh, you do get some that just they maybe grow their experience points. Uh, their levels grow a little bit slower, but when they do, they kind of uh, their attack and defense get much much better. Yeah, uh, were there some, some that were uh, capped? Yeah, some of them capped at like. Level twenty. Okay, I do remember that correctly, then. Okay. You know, there's always you didn't mention Slime Knight. Slime Knight's just like having another oh, yeah. human character in the party because it yeah, can like yeah, pretty much equip everything. Very balanced all around. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a paladin because yeah. you know he gets heal spells, I believe, and you know not not great at any one thing, but you know kind of like a almost like a Dragon Quest hero. You know, he got up some heal spells, got some whatever. He may not have the strongest attack or the strongest magic but that was good uh one of my favorite ones is and you know i'm gonna, I'm gonna put dragon quest wiki hosted on dragonquest.fandom.com on blast for this but the uh rotten apple uh, yeah. is i remember the rot- that yeah. yeah and that was and they've got it listed on there as, as not in the super nintendo version i'm like no 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 no. i i remember uh, getting that guy yeah, yeah it's like and so going on the dragon quest wiki hosted at dragonquest.org now the rotten apples there and it even like their description on there is like um, you know, you can recruit Rotten Apple. Thanks to its stat growth, it's one of the most powerful monsters in the first half of the second generation. And I remember this, too. It mentions it's also one of the few to learn sap because, you know, that, that that's my jam against any sort of boss is sap and nice. physical attacks. Yeah. 
So I actually I, I ate one of those uh, <laughs> at Luida's bar uh, yeah, a couple yeah. years ago. They actually have it, uh, but it's it's just it's an interesting way to make an apple as unhealthy as possible. So they, they <laughs> took the apple skin basically and they cut an apple in half and then they took all the apple out from the inside and replaced it with ice cream. And they put <laughs> and they put a little uh, edible like eye and mouth on it. Nice. Um, so it looks like legitimately like the uh, like the monster itself. But it's just a really unhealthy way to eat an apple. That's also <laughs> delicious. Oh man, I remember giving those things a steel fangs and thinking like this is like the best thing for the monster to have, especially this one, who's like nothing but fangs and a little bit of apple. So no, I remember that. And um, gosh, you know, I, I don't think I recruited a golem until the mobile version came out and somebody had mentioned it. And I'm like, really? Like I've played through this game like half a dozen times. Um, did it. And I remember back in the DS piracy days, like I, I got the ROM of the Japanese one and beat it in Japanese um and played it again you know eight months later when we got it and like man i don't even think i ever came close to getting that one but the uh as you mentioned pinky the king cure slime that was always i don't think i've ever beaten this game without having a king cure slime i would fight dozens of them just to yeah. get that and that, that's not it, one it, of the learns, easier ones to drop it learns omni heal like really early on in the levels if i remember correctly. Yeah. Oh, yeah and i mean heal us all that's what i remember heal, heal yeah us all. yeah yep sorry i'm using the dragon quest 9 version of the uh no that's a good <laughs> spell name <laughs> i'm using the super nintendo um oh even the nes i think right heal us yeah all. nes that's... yep we talked about on side quest um and it came up recently on the discord too uh the Nintendo 3DS, or maybe it was just DS Shop, um, the Denpa Men series. And have you ever heard of the Denpa Men series of games? They were just yeah. eShop downloadable stuff. And what made them the memorable thing is uh, you would recruit them. And this is the way they said it is they, the monsters that you recruited, the men, the Denpa Men, were recruited based on Wi Fi signals. So you would go for a walk around the neighborhood and different Denpa men would pop up like you'd be passing somebody's house and ones huh. would pop up it's and like Quest walk. Yeah. Ten years earlier, or 15 years earlier. <laughs> but I, I remember I was living with my wife in a townhome community at the time. And it was great because, I mean, I would just go walk the dog for like 10 minutes and, you know, you'd pass 100 townhomes. So hmm. Wi-Fi signals all over the place. But I remember kind of early on, I and there was like some capture mechanic, like you could see what it was and what spell the Denpa men would have. And I found one guy on like one corner one day and like it showed the spell as heal us all. And I'm like, what? Heal us all. And I distinctly remember that and thinking, wow, you know, this kind of seems a lot like Dragon Quest or whatever. And then uh, I think one of the first side quests when we talked about monster collecting games, we had and oh, we had an episode called Not Pokemon. And <laughs> Um, I think it was Brewerian that pointed it out that Denpa Men was made by a bunch of people that had worked on Dragon Quest games. Oh, wow. Had a lot of the same mechanics. So I was like, oh, man, that no yeah. wonder that seemed familiar because I swear well, I... that one guy had heal us all. And I couldn't catch him the first time. But I remember I'd always walk the dog the same way for like a week, just hoping he'd come back and finally got him one time. And I was like, yes, I'm ready to beat this game now. 
Let's go. Nice. I got yeah, my pink I mean, cure uh, slime of Dempaman. We're talking about <laughs> recruiting, recruiting monsters. This was actually one of the first games, uh, not the first game, but one of the first RPGs where you could recruit monsters, mm-hmm. and it predates Pokemon. A lot of people don't realize that because they look at, let's say, Dragon Quest Monsters, which came out after Pokemon, and they'd like look think it might look like a, a ripoff if they're not really uh fans of the dq series but uh in fact dragon quest 5 predates pokemon i think uh was the mega 10 series predates dragon quest in terms of yeah. monster collecting because mm-hmm. um, that goes so, back to i think the original nes right yeah 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 that, that sounds about, about right uh i would say that dragon quest really helped popularize the the monster tamer genre yeah mm-hmm. you know, it existed before, but I think with how popular Dragon Quest is, especially in Japan, mm-hmm. that's just in first open a whole bunch of new like opportunities. And you know, I've, I'm sure you've probably seen the articles like, oh, you know, Dragon Quest Five inspired the people to make Pokemon. Or, you know, I've seen that narrative out there, um, as well as the was it the Japanese, you know, kind of bug collecting pastime, you know. So and, and that, I've seen stuff. Is that I've confirmed stuff, to be true or is that? Uh, oh, you know, it's one of those speculation? like speculations. But, you know, yeah. somebody said it once or twice. It was in an interview like, oh, you know, and, and so, you know, might have been part of it. But, you know, who know Who, who knows? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, there's I mean, not I really I a surprise if it was true and i also wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't get credit for it unless somebody one like one of the creators of pokemon actually comes out and says that they were inspired by it like i oh pinky you, you know. might know since you uh, do a lot of pokemon stuff is there like one person is there a like um yushi hori of the pokemon series <laughs> yugi yugi <laughs> Because, you know, being a, a Japanese name, you know, I want to make sure I get it right. Uh, I guess it would be a Junichi Masuda. Okay. Yeah, he, like, he was, sound- I guess, the, the Yuji Hori of Pokemon. Hmm. Does, it doesn't sound like a name that rings a bell, so, you know, probably not out there as much as Hori is all the time. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll reach out to him, see if he wants to join us. <laughs> that'll be the first maybe, question we ask him maybe, maybe he'll join us in april yeah, yeah right. <laughs> perhaps around april 1st uh <laughs> it's, it's okay our big so fan. time to get i want to i, I want to talk about uh some some notable moments in the game um so pinky what what uh notable moments do you remember particular in particular from the game well there, there's a lot and again this will be spoilers but the game's been out for so long that... Uh, we spoiled the hell out of everything. <laughs> yeah, going. that's fine. Anthony's already spoiled, but... Yeah, if you haven't played it yet, pause the podcast, put yeah. 40 hours into it, and come back. <laughs> yeah, so probably the first really notable moment is well, at the very end of Act 1, when Pancras sacrifices himself. Mm-hmm. During my first playthrough, like, I, I, I was crying ugly tears. Like, I had to leave the living room hide in my bedroom and cry in a pillow so my mom would not see me crying over a video game. Yeah, my, my son took that one a little harshly. We, we had to actually put the game down uh, for a while because he didn't. He was like, where's where's Papa? Where's Papa's? He's like, <laughs> well, son. Uh, <laughs> yeah, about this thing that. called death. <laughs> Some things you can't kazing from. Yeah, so, like, on replays, you know, it still hits me, but I 
I'm not bawling my eyes out because I know it's coming, but yeah, you know, yeah, it was a very emotional time. Uh-huh. You know, seeing one of the few people in your life that who was always there, and at the time, he's the strongest man you've ever met, physically oh, yeah. and mentally, mm-hmm. and he sacrifices his life just so you can move on and continue his journey. And he's a, he's a beast. He takes a ton of damage. Before he yeah. goes down. Oh yeah, he like he takes out Khan and Slon like yeah. it was nothing. Right, and then and then he's just like taking damage from them like left and right before uh, Lodge steps yeah. in. You know they're all laughing and doing the evil villain. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, that part um, always gets me hard. And like when you find your mom, and it's like finally after what? How many years? Probably what? Twenty years. 20, 25 years, sound about right? Mm-hmm. Oh. You finally find her. Oh, yeah, 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 that's about right, yeah. This is basically the first time you ever do meet her, because as a, you know, a child, a baby, you wouldn't remember anything, and the next thing you know, you watch your own mom get murdered. So that, that always hits hard as well, because now you've seen both your parents get murdered, although... I believe there is one little difference between the original and the remake for that scene is that in Talon Tower, you actually kill uh, Lania, but in the remake, Lania goes back to Narnaria, or I don't even know if I'm saying that right at this point, but everyone knows what I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nadiria? Yeah, Nadiria. Close enough. It's basically the equivalent of hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like that. Lania's there and basically kills your mom, and then I'm pretty sure Nimzo is the one that does the finishing blow from whatever weird realm thing he's sitting in, in the middle of hell. Or worse than hell, and it's a virus. Um, so, so, uh, Platy, do you have any m- memorable moments from the game? Oh, yeah. I was talking about this uh, um, off air earlier. Like, what the fuck, Henry? Like, a nun? Like, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> All the I girls mean, in the world, and, you know. They say the innocent ones are the most degenerate. <laughs> So maybe he knew exactly what he was doing. You know, he he was a bad boy that turned good, and then he like turned like a really a good, good girl. Bad, bad, yeah. You know, <laughs> they they met somewhere in the middle. Yeah, but that that would be a, another interesting kind of uh, play in this game. Just like start the game as Henry and play through that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you could do like a uh, Trials of Mana style game where you get to, or like more more modern, I guess like a. Um, uh, what's the game? Octopath Traveler. Oh uh, yeah, you, Octopath Yeah, Traveler. where you pick a you pick a character and you start out in their section of the world or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, if they could do that with Dragon Quest Five, like that, that would be incredible. Yeah, uh, that would there's be so many, great. It, it yeah. might be a little hard to pull off, just because yeah. you know when you meet certain characters, like when you do meet Henry or mm-hmm. Harry, depending on like which version mm-hmm. you're yeah. playing. Yeah. Like, if you're, you kind of have to pick up sometime after, like, Hen- uh, Henry, Harry, and the hero split up. That's kind of what you would have to do his story, but then for someone else, like, with Nara, her, like, you would probably play as her when she was at the Abbey and maybe even a bit before that. So the time would be kind of all over the place, but... There is definitely story material there. It's yeah. a matter of can they approach it in a way 
that feels fluent and still, you know, staying true to the story. Yeah, right. Um, so I, I had a couple of uh, memorable moments because I've been playing it recently with my son. Uh, I think the first is the Bjorn and the Behemoth fight uh, because uh, Senior Briscoletti basically just leads you to your death. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, he's like, hey, come up to this, uh, you know, uh, oh, the pot was red. Okay, come up to this tower. Um, and okay, there's going to be this, this giant behemoth is going to come up. Uh, so good luck. I'm going back to my place. <laughs> and yeah. he just leaves. Yeah, and, he's like, uh, and oh, I I'm going to make preparations. Uh, stay right there. Keep him busy. Yeah. I'll be back in like a half hour. I got to go get some milk. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then, uh, he, and then he just home. leaves me with my two eight-year-old twins to fight this giant beast. <laughs> uh, uh, the other thing uh, was the the immaculate conception here we got going. So, I mean, uh, my first couple of playthroughs of this game uh, ever, I picked Bianca, and I'm uh, I usually don't stay in an inn if I can find a place uh, to heal for free. So, I just remember. Um, getting the bride and then not staying in an inn at all and just kind of traveling around and then all of a sudden the kids were born and I, I kept thinking, man, they must be doing it in that wagon with the monsters. Well, <laughs> watching the monsters are in the wagon, <laughs> just kind of staring at them. I mean, and uh, and and then all of a sudden they're pregnant. <laughs> I always assume that it was like a one-time thing right after the wedding, you know, changing bang. That's bang. true. Yeah, yeah, it could have been a celebration of the marriage bed. Yeah, that's true. Like that's the only um, time I ever see it happening because then after that, you know, you can make it all the way through the mountains to when you find out she's pregnant without having to actually stop or heal anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's not it. on the wedding night, then <laughs> they're getting funky in the wagon. And the great saber cat looking at them like, yes, it's on backwards, human. It's not that big of a wagon. You gotta fit like seven or eight characters in there. <laughs> I mean, you can fit a gigantic, a great dragon, a king slide, and king The gigantes is no way <laughs> in the wagon if we're talking scale here. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, Maybe it's a magic wagon. Yeah, you like your bag. there's always room in the bag. Yeah, there's always room in the wagon. Um, and then the the other thing that I was I was thinking of recently is like, all right, so I don't remember if it's like this in the DS and mobile remake, but all right, you find out you're the king of Gotha, and I can't go sleep in my bed. I can't go upstairs and like and select the bed or go up go walk up next to it and and hit the search functionality and have him like all right i'm gonna sleep now uh for free so i have to go downstairs to the inn and this woman running the inn does not recognize me as the king and won't let me sleep there for free <laughs> so now i'm i'm the king of this castle paying full price it's like 40 gold or something like to sleep in my own castle <laughs> damn it i'm the king let me sleep for free yeah i i think there's some party chat or something where they say like Something along the lines of, you know, I know you're the king and all, but I still have to, you know, make money somehow, so I still have to charge you or something like that. Yeah, but she does. And then you're like, your own bed. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, oh, I'm so humbled. You decided to sleep at my inn. Yeah. 
What a benevolent no, king. I didn't he decide to sleep here. The game won't let me sleep in my own bed. Right. He decides to slum it up with the uh, with the local uh, tourists. <laughs> <laughs> I um, mean, so any other any other memorable uh, moments from the game? There is one other thing I'd like to mention that I don't think many people notice because it requires you to have a puppet in your party and. Let's be real, no one ever uses him. I actually used him this time because I never did. And I wanted to do something different. Yeah, he's he's t- uh, Pippin in, in the original. Tuppence uh, yeah, so. in... Okay. Yeah. Oh, but two pence. I believe this is specifically to Tuppence and not Pippin, but yeah. if you have Tuppence with you and your mm. bride is general, he will talk about, you know, wishing that you had stayed away or, you know, stayed to stone because he wants to steal your wife. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, like, it's a very small interaction. Uh-huh. Like, you, like it requires you to marry Debra, have him in your party, uh-huh. and it's only in one or two places where he'll even say it. And even then, yeah, like, circle through all his dialogue Hoping he'll uh, say it. Uh, that's funny. Well, yeah, I don't have so. party chat in the Super Famicom version, so I think my wife's safe. <laughs> well, but yeah, we, we don't have Debra in your version, so who's the real winner here? <laughs> well, it depends if you want that Sundari experience or not. <laughs> um, I mean, you only and, live once. Might yeah. well live in the fullest. And, unless you're James Bond, then you live twice or you know, <laughs> five or six times. Uh, Platy, we were we were saying tuppence because that's the uh, that's the British pronunciation, oh. I guess, from what I remember, popularized by Mary Poppins. <laughs> All right, I, I, not, I, I was gonna come up with some British term to say there, but yeah, I got I, I got blimey. nothing I'm speechless on that. All I've got is corn blimey. <laughs> uh, um, so what was your what was your take on the uh, the your story ending? Did you love it? Did you hate it? And you're just meh. I mean, I agree with a lot of the fans how it seemed out of place, you know, considering how relatively accurate they stayed to the story up until then. Mm-hmm. I mean, some changes, obviously, to make it a little more, you know, pizzazz and flashy, more interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but more palatable. For what they were going for with the underlying message, I think they, they nailed what they were going for. Mm-hmm. And honestly, anyone who says, like, otherwise, I think they're objectively wrong. You cannot like it. That's fine. But for they did what they were trying to do, and they did yeah. that well. So it's not a matter of, oh, they didn't convey the message well. Because they did. It's just a matter yeah. of whether or not whether or not you like that message yeah 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 i mean i i think because a lot of us went into it thinking we were going to see that dragon quest 5 plot play out in full and so it was it was a bit of a shock uh i I still wish i would have done it you know closer instead of having that ending well i I think the epic battle you know between you know madison and nimza would have been really stunning to watch but yeah um, what we got and what they were aiming for, I think they still did a good job. And I've watched the movie more than once. Yeah, it, it may, maybe we can do a rough edit, a re-editing of the movie where all of a sudden when they're like, oh, it's Nimzo, and then you just cut to like the PS5 footage of the Nimzo fight. I mean, <laughs> and then it just cuts back that, to the movie. <laughs> I mean, I then, do own the PS2 version, yeah. which has graphics a little closer to the movie. So I can record that. 
And then the end, and be like, here's the real end. Yeah, I, I, I talked about like doing a re-edit. Uh, oh, you, that was my first thought immediately after seeing it. <laughs> it was like, I'm gonna re-edit this so it's just the Dragon Quest Five story. Um, but then I thought, like, oh man, I gotta re-edit all that music in there, and that's kind of like, I don't. You'd have to kind of splice out the. I don't even know how to how to splice out the voices from the music. Um, to oh, to yeah. like, you know, that so that then it would be just kind of I don't know. I just fancied myself a toe for grace in that moment you know who, <laughs> who what did he what did he re-edit like either star wars or lord of the rings or, or the hobbit movies i think he did a toe for grace edit of like all three hobbit movies into one where it's you just cut out all the bullshit um so yeah it, it was one of those kind of moments where it's like oh I, I think this would be really cool to do um but there I, I would probably be a perfectionist about it and there's things i'd want to do that i just don't have the skill to do um but if i did in theory do something like this i would honor yangus's wishes and i would dub in in the credits i would dub the uh the bridal waltz that that was his take on it he was like why was the bridal waltz not in the closing credits <laughs> but uh all right do you have uh uh, Patty, anything else you want to say on that? Uh, in terms of, uh, I think we're ready to move on to okay. a thing we've not done in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's like uh, we stopped killing Kenny. <laughs> so we've got uh, uh, a little game we like to call Marry Thwack Puff Puff. Um, for those uh, who are not familiar with this game, uh, it's basically... What was it? Wed, bed, behead. That's yeah, the, uh, pretty much. But yeah, that that's that's the safe way to say it. Um, or, I believe there was a thread somewhere on the den dedicated to this. I don't know. If oh, really? It predates the podcast. I didn't know that. Mary Thwack Puff Puff like that, or 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 just, just wed, me bed, posting the, the. I I I used to post the pictures there, but I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was Howard Stern, but you know, probably predates oh, God, him the, too. I'm sure. I was gonna say, yeah, we 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 played that in like middle school, you know, Mary Thwack or what is that? Oh, okay. um, Mary fuck Mary, kill. Mary Thwack puff puff in middle school. <laughs> I don't even think I knew what a puff puff was at that point. I'd just seen it and then glanced over it in a yeah, I didn't really movie. know what it was, but small tangent. I did end up getting one from someone in junior high. I don't think it was intentional on her part, but <laughs> that's what she was doing. And uh-huh. I'm at that time, I wasn't really sure what, like, a puff puff was supposed to be. Uh-huh. But, I mean, once I figured it out, you know, a few years later, when they made it a little more obvious in mm. the game, then I had matured. Yeah. Matt is like, hey, that's what happened to me. Oh, wait. <laughs> you, you bungee jumped into into some clouds? No, I went upstairs with some girl, and then her big buff man came out. <laughs> That uh, that was the first time I saw it in Dragon Warrior Three. It was in the previous games, but only I think in the Japanese version. Or, um, but it, but they left it in the the puff puff, and I didn't. You know, I just glossed glossed over. It. I didn't know what it meant. You know, puff puff sounds like they're you know, putting makeup on you or something, <laughs> uh, like powder puff or something. I don't know. And well, then I mean, you've... they're doing some magic dragon. If yeah. you know what I mean. I think it wasn't until like 2000 or 2001 that I just saw people talking about it on the NX forums and I actually got what it was at that point. And I think, I guess if you read some of uh, Toriyama's earlier manga, you probably knew at that point, you know, before, well beforehand, or if you played the original games in Japanese, if you're, you you definitely knew what it was. (laughs) uh, But 
Yeah, that's an interesting. Uh, but anyway, so so to long, long to make a short story long, uh, <laughs> we have this game <laughs> called Married Back Puff Puff. Uh, as we go through the history on it, uh, uh, we're going to give you three choices and tell us which one you want to marry, which one you want to thwack, and which one you want to puff puff. So we're going to start out. This is either going to be easy or hard for you. Uh, we're going to start out with the three brides. So Bianca, Nira, and Deborah. Marry thwack puff puff. All right. I'm going to marry Deborah. I know. Shocker. <laughs> I thought so. Let's see. Honestly, the other two brides are almost equal for me, so this is going to be really hard. In fact, I'm just going to flip a coin right now. <laughs> All right, so let's see. If it's heads, I will thwack Bianca. If it's tails, I'll thwack Nara. And the coin flip is tails. So, sorry, Nara, you're dead. <laughs> I don't make the rules. Coin does. Uh, Platy, what's your take? You may have um, answered this like a, a while back in another podcast, but if your oh, yeah, thoughts that, have I, changed, I, I would go the exact same way that uh, Pinky just said. Um, Mary Deborah, you know, what's the uh, how I met your mother crazy hot scale? You know, she's crazy, but she's hot. I've dealt with crazy <laughs> before. It's fine. Um, puff up Bianca because uh, mainly, uh, you know, ghost stories. And uh, Thwack Nera. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would have to go. Uh, I, I think that I would marry Nira. Uh, I would probably puff puff Bianca and Thwack Debra. Um, just because I'm not really a fan of that kind of Sundari. I think the my favorite kind of version of that style of character was, was Veronica and her story arc. Um, but uh but yeah in terms of like marriage material <laughs> i wouldn't go uh i wouldn't go with the sundary character uh it's just not my my type of thing all right now wait a minute we don't have one we've got two sets of this is right puff, puff. Yeah. yes we we had a little bit of a side conversation going on pinky about this uh hope you don't mind we've got a, a second round for you for married thwack puff puff um all right run it on okay let's see what was that again? All right. So uh, based on what you had said earlier, uh, we've got the the goodie bag, uh, the gold golem, and the mimic. <laughs> goodie uh, bag, gold golem, and mimic. Yeah. Well, I have to slap the mimic out of principle, mind you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too many times has that thing slapped me, so it, it's time for a little slap in the back. <laughs> and then... I'd probably go, I'd probably get the poof-poof from the goodie bag, because I feel like the gold golem is going to be too hard. Yeah, that would be a rough one. So I'll, I'll marry the gold golem. I mean, I'll always have a good supply of, you know, money on hand, and it will protect me with its life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, I think I would probably, I would probably marry the mimic, because I could keep stuff in its mouth like well like, like what like what liam well, like, what are you gonna keep in its my, mouth my, Tell dragon the class, liam. my dragon quest merchandise oh uh, for yeah. one um oh, because then i could yeah you're gonna keep it and and my mini medals as well um okay. uh i would probably for the same reason picky said i would probably have to puff puff the goodie bag because it would be softer than the gold golem uh and then by default the gold golem gets thwacked 
Yeah, um, I, I, we are all going to pick something different here. Um, it's funny in in our side conversation, I definitely mentioned uh, thwacking the mimic because you know that that seems fair play. It's uh, what uh, Pinky said there too. But I, I actually went away from that. I'm going to say marry the good the goodie bag, you know, for all the goods, <laughs> with all the goods all the time. Um, thwack the gold golem. Uh, you know, it just reminds me of like Maribel, just too hard headed. Um, can't change that one. And uh, puff puff the mimic, because uh, I hear mimics give a killer, give a killer one. <laughs> I, I, you could still put stuff in the goodie bag, but I feel like the goodie bag would steal it from you, whereas the mimic would be a little bit safer. So, I mean, so if I try to, I was gonna say, so hey, Pinky and I have the same thought. If I try what? to keep my family jewels in the goodie bag, I might lose them. <laughs> That's why you got to marry the mimic for its chest. Oh, oh, damn it! That's a better <laughs> pun. That's a better pun. Ah, oh. lost the All pun right. game on that one. <laughs> on that note, on that note. Um, so before we go, uh, where can we find you on uh, on social media and streaming, Pinky? Uh, well, basically anything is on the VTuber Pinky. So that'll be on Twitch on Twitter, YouTube, and then, like, if you go to any one of those, you should be able to find links to my Discord as well, where I'm also VTuber Pinky, so I'm pretty easy to find. Cool. And what what are you playing right now uh, that people can tune in on stream? Well, today I did Genshin Impact, but on Thursday is going to be Throwback Thursday, and I think I'm planning on doing some Banjo-Kazooie, since they just put that onto the Nintendo Switch. And as a child, I never did finish it. The only level I ever did complete was Rusty Bucket Bay. Cool. Awesome. So so we also, uh, we do want to um, uh, give a couple of shout-outs to some, some Dragon Fest Dragon Quest fans uh, out there. Do you have any fellow Dragon Quest fans uh, that you'd like to make some shout-outs to? Well, first, uh, I would like to shout-out uh, Michi known as Samantha or Coffee Tan. She does, she works for Square Enix, and I'm sure most of us know who she is. She's oh, just yeah, done some of her community. So, you know, lots of respect to her, of course. For the guest. Yep, yeah, and yeah we've had her like she's on, the, on the podcast. Yeah, and, I'd like uh, to shout out my friend Dion. He's always been there when I've wanted to discuss any kind of Dragon Quest idea, challenge run, conspiracy theories, you <laughs> name it, we've talked about it. It's just nice to have that close friend who also shares that really deep interest, which is actually how we originally met, and to this day, we're still friends. So, Dion, whenever you hear this, big shout-out to you, my friend. Awesome. A um, couple of shout-outs we wanted to make uh, on the from the Dragon Sten Discord, uh, Regim Overdrive and uh, Ascended Slime Len or Lendar. Um, uh, thanks, guys, for uh, chiming in on the uh, on the Slime Time uh, thread as often as you do. Uh, it's great to get discussions going and uh, and talk about um, upcoming ideas and everything. Uh, we also want to reach out to uh, uh, Mrs. Wudis as well for her tireless tireless support. Uh, for uh, the Westy the Dragon Quest Slime account. Um, appreciate all of your love and support uh, for that uh, character and uh, um, and keep up the good work. She's behind that 100%. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, uh, that brings us to the end of this episode of Slime Time. 
Thank you, Pinky um, slash Democrobot, for joining us. Yeah, thanks so much for being here. Um, so yeah, we don't fun. use sorry. <laughs> so we don't use Patreon, but uh, you know we 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 don't believe in in taking money from fans, uh, you know, other Dragon Quest fans. And we can offer you quality content about the game series we know and love for free. Uh, if you do have money that is just completely burning a hole in your wallet, and you would like to donate anything to the website that's been supporting Dragon Quest fans for over twenty years, stop by the Dragon's Den at www.wudus.com/den. Click on support this site. Wudus has owned and maintained the Dragon's Den. DQ fan site for decades, and he personally edits every YouTube version of our podcast and fully appreciates any donations uh, to help keep the servers running. Hey, you know, speaking of which, thank you to Kevin B um, for the donation over there. Just saw that in the past week on the den. Kevin B, if you are a listener, thank you so much. Awesome. If you're not a Thanks, listener, Kevin. well, maybe someone will remind you or tell you about it. Um, <laughs> well, if he's not a uh, listener, but, then he just missed out on the thank you. Yeah, I know. You know, you should Hopefully listen, Kevin. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, with the amount of people that actually post on the den, probably uh, he didn't come across that randomly. But uh, hopefully uh, either you follow Woodis on uh, Twitter or you've heard our podcast. Thanks a lot, though. Um, yeah. Also, if you don't want to just donate money straight up like Kevin did, the Dragon Said website also features an Amazon affiliate link. So you just click that link at the top, make a purchase on Amazon, uh, buy something to give yourself a puff puff, buy yourself... Um, can you get puff that, puffs on Amazon? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, gotta go in cards. the, uh, you gotta go in the, uh, the, the, the side area, you know, it, <laughs> I don't know if the background changes colors or not, or it, yeah. it's the side that you need to clear your browser history off it's of. A, like after, you, but, you get that smile.amazon. There's a slime.amazon. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, a few pennies will go, uh, Woodis's way and, you know, probably make Mrs. Wudus's day and, you know, just make her love Westy even more. Yes, yes. And it doesn't cost you anything. You can just click no. the uh, the affiliate link um, on the Den Forum uh, at the very top. Um, you just have to kind of remember to do that before you make your purchase. Um, so to advertise with us, reach out to us at slimetimepodcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions or comments for the Dragon Quest Slime Time Podcast, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at DQ Slime Time. Uh, you should uh, consider joining in tons <laughs> of DQ discussions at the Dragon's Den forums, uh, one of the few remaining forums still around. You can find it on the Dragon's Den main page or just go straight there at www.wudis.com slash forums. Uh, you can also find me and Liam and other rabid DQ fans. Uh, Pinky's there, too. Um, on the Dragon... Oh, actually, you are in the Dragon Questers Facebook group, aren't you, Pinky? Yeah, I'm yep. I'm in many places. <laughs> you don't always see me. I'm like, I'm like a metal slime. <laughs> You're all over, but, you know, moving quickly. <laughs> um, you can also come and hang out with us and tons of other hardcore Dragon Quest fans on the officially unofficial Dragon's Den Discord server. Yeah. We'd like to, as always, thank everyone that made this possible, like Woodis, for his support of the series and this podcast and doing our YouTube videos and keeping the Dragon's Den lights on for decades now. Thanks to Amanda Laprie and the Descendants of Verdrick for allowing us to use their music for our podcast. Descendants of Verdrick is a video game tribute band from Austin, Texas. Check them out and their album Advent at www.descendantsofverdrick.com or on Twitter at dverdrick and check out Amanda Laprie streaming on Twitch. Our thanks, as always, to Dwayne Bullock, our wonderful graphic artist, DQ fan, and uh, Pokemon Go aficionado, I guess, um, for making this awesome artwork cover for our podcast. Dwayne uh, was on the original iteration of Slime Time Podcast about a decade ago, and he's been on many of our uh, episodes. You can check out more of his work 
at Dwayne Art on Instagram or straight through his website at DwayneBullockArt.BigCartel.com. If you're looking for more Dragon Quest Slime Time, check out our earlier episodes on Dragon's Den, Anchor FM, iTunes, Spotify, Audible, YouTube, and more. And check out our brothers and sisters in arms over the Slime Time Side Quest podcast. Their latest episodes are available now. Bye, everyone. Dragon Quest Slime Time, sliming off. Slime.